Guys, 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 check this out. Ciao means hello in Italian. Since Cody's not here, did you just I guess do I'll a have language? To, that's yeah, a throwback. I did. That's, yeah. t- that's the original. That's way back. Wow. Is it way back? Well, I'm just saying. Did he already back, do that? No, going back to the language thing. No, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's been. It's been a little while. Well, Cody hasn't been here a little while. Well, you know, he's been busy. Right. Right. I mean, seriously, how hard is a detective job anyway? I mean, you just got to delegate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little bit like a preacher's job. <laughs> Wait a Easy. second. Easy. I'm here. Uh, we miss gotcha. you, Cody. You, I mean, seriously, there's got to be repercussions for not showing up. But if I'm here, you're not allowed to do that, Nate. Uh, I'm the host. I'll do what I want. <laughs> That's right. He's got the keyboard. Welcome, everybody, back to LCC's podcast, Pursuit of Purpose. I am Nate Luke. You've already heard from Kevin Stuckey. Sup. Sup. And Nelson Combs. Hello. All right, guys. So we plan on getting into uh, a little bit lighthearted of a, of a topic today. We're going to try to keep it lighthearted. Yeah. The goal. That is the goal. I think we will I think we can do it. This is a, a good topic, um, especially for the beginning of the year. Um, get you guys in the right mindset thinking about this. So before we get to that, uh, we got a couple things we want to talk about first. Um, like always, we're going to start with a little bit of a news segment. Uh, we're going to focus on some sporting news. and Just don't talk about the Buckeyes game. Well, I, I, Kevin. What? <laughs> this is supposed to be lighthearted. I was not going to go there. Okay. I was going to say, as soon as you said it, though, I just went negative. Like, I, I went to Sorry, totally down that deep, dude, dark dude. hole. We're, we're all a little high strung, but we're going to keep it lighthearted. So, uh, I was going to actually mention the Browns. Browns' first playoff win in Since the 90s? 25 oh, yeah. years. 1995 was the last playoff win, last time they were in the playoffs. 2002. Uh, it's a little trivia. Who was the quarterback for that team? 2002 Browns. Oh. I do know this, but I'm not going to be able I'm not going to give you the name. I'm not going to be able to do it. I know their fans are dedicated. He wasn't that. even like a great quarterback, was he? Not particularly. Like he's pretty middle of the road quarterback cuz I, mean, I remember so I remember enough. seeing it, it would, of course. <laughs> 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 I played I don't know. Seeing Jared Haynes back there at quarterback. Yeah, he would make him look stupid <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Derek Anderson. Ah, yes. Yeah. yes. Derek Anderson. Yes. Uh, Dude, also there's a guy children's who had... author. Children's what? book author. Who? Derek Anderson. Really? It's not the same one, though. Oh. Oh, gosh. You had Jeez. us going. We bit. Gotcha. Yeah. No, you're right. I will give this. Like, I'm a Bengals fan, so, like, it's not like this news for me that like I get jazzed about because I'm just not a Browns fan, like you know, not a Baker Mayfield fan, whatever. But they do have a rich history, and they I I saw on Facebook they had a video of like a video they showed the team before they went out and played, and one of the things that was said was the only thing that miss is that's missing is the fans this year, which was a really cool yeah. comment. 
Um, but then they just went through and they had a bunch of their season ticket holders go on and say, hey, listen, this is what this meant to me. And it was really cool. And then a bunch of alumni that, that didn't have a chance to go to the playoffs through that that time, you know, that big, huge drought. And, and even before that, and just saying how proud they were, go do this for us. You know, it was really neat tribute. It's good. And really did reinforce that, Nelson, that, that they just have a rich history of football in a great town. Um, so it was. It is neat for them. For them, no. Yeah, definitely. Go brownies. See how they do this weekend. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> <laughs> who, do they, who do they play this weekend? The Chiefs. Mm, yeah. If they beat I the Chiefs, that, like, I just know, give them know. the Super Bowl uh, yeah. trophy right then. Might as well. You're not the first person I've heard say that. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefs are pretty solid. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Dude, that Tyreek Hill's going to play about like Devontae Smith played against OSU. I mean, unstoppable. That guy is ridiculous. Yeah. Did you watch? Okay, so we're going to go there because this is a positive. Did you watch Devontae Smith's Heisman speech? That was pretty cool. It was really cool. I mean, I, I thought Joe Burrows was really good last year. I thought Devontae did a, a good job Yeah. as well. Yep. You know, just talking about perseverance and, you know, not doubting, having, having confidence in yourself, not being cocky. It inspired me good. because when I think about how small this podcast is, what we could it, be, I, I mean, it drives me. I mean, it pushes me beyond what I could be if, if I just bought the hype. Yeah. Of, of so our podcast is like a 5, 10, 170 pound <laughs> podcast. <right? laughs> like, but we can run a 4, 2, 40. Yeah. So we might, cool. it, it may be more like a 4 foot 120. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting there. With potential to grow. But we're getting there. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that was pretty cool. Um, pretty cool to see. Yeah. The Buckeyes lost, but you know, we'll, We'll get him back next year. We got the second best recruiting class in America coming in. Boom. Right, right behind after Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was a positive until I thought about that one for a second. <laughs> uh, uh, good times though. Uh so yeah, that's uh that's just some sporting news, you know, some good football action. I know I know weekend. all the ladies that listen to the show get so excited when we when we go on our tangents. I had yeah. uh, I had a lady that listens to us. She said uh, I was listening to it at the beginning, and um, I like started dozing off and kind of fading out. <laughs> and I realized, oh, it's because they're talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost track of what was going on. That happens. Yeah, we're trying to reach every audience out there. Sometimes we don't do a great job of that, though. So it's like talking to my kids sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, sporting news for the week, go and watch some football this weekend, relax everybody. Um, so yeah, uh, Kevin sermon. Yeah. Sermon from Sunday. We actually, um, have started a new series that we're calling, um, the gospel according to David. And what we're doing is we're going back into 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, and looking at the story of David, um, you know, the greatest king in in Israelite history, uh, a man described in Scripture as a man after God's own heart. And we're we're just looking at those parallels from him to Jesus and and how 
you know, we, we sometimes look at the Old Testament and we think, you know, what has that got for us? What is that going to teach us? And the reality is, if we don't understand some of these Old Testament themes, then we're, we're not really going to fully grasp, like, who Jesus is. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to spend some time in that. And I'm, I'm excited about this series. It started out, uh, I think, really well. We talked about Hannah, who uh, Samuel the prophet, um, um, you know, comes from. Uh, she, uh, uh, like a lot of stories in Scripture, started out with a difficult birth, but uh, had a lot of issues, went through some difficult times, but persevered, and uh, and just it demonstrated, I think, um, you know, how in our weakness God is our strength, and, and, and so looking forward to, you know, kind of building on that, um, that theme and, and that topic, and um, I think this series will take us, you know, at least into uh, probably March, I would say, is when, when we'll be wrapping it up. So excited about it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I know that uh, David, you know, he's such a big character in the Bible, but I feel like we don't, we still don't know as much about him as we probably should, because as you said, you know, he's cut from the cloth of God, essentially. Like, So we, that is something we need to... Uh, pay attention to that'll be pretty cool to to listen to i'm looking forward to that and i feel like too like we get caught up in a lot of new testament stuff you know on sunday mornings it's just easy to you know and so it's good to really kind of go back and and really cover some old testament because probably i mean most people don't spend the majority of their time you know in the epistles you know paul's letters and uh and the gospels and and so uh, we don't spend a whole lot of time in the Old Testament unless we're reading through the Bible or something like that. And so it's healthy, it's good, and, and there's a lot to learn from a context standpoint and just, you know, understanding God, you know, more clearly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, bas- uh, be on the lookout for all that, guys. Um, sermon series about David. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so, Nelson brought up a good uh Good thing for today. I'm just wanting to talk about the fasting, the 21 day fast that I know Kevin mentioned at the end of the sermon last week. Um, so, Kevin, if you can maybe expand on that a little bit, and I know Nelson, you talked about maybe you you had an idea. Maybe we can you know tell the listeners what uh, what some ideas are because. Um, our, our view of fasting, I think, can be kind of narrow. Sure, so it seems like there's different out. avenues that Kevin was talking about a little bit earlier that he'll go over about <clears throat> different ways to do it than the traditional, I guess, the way to do it. So be interesting to hear some of those and maybe hear how some people are planning on doing it to give this first part of the year up to God and just to help focus on our relationship with Him. Yeah, I think I think the first thing is like just what is what does it mean to fast, you know? And and really, it is, it is this elimination of of some aspect or something that's going on in your life, um, to 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 take it away, and and to focus more on God. Um, and and really, what I want to see us do is focus on loving God and loving others more. You know, and what that means in two thousand twenty. I mean, two thousand. 2021, I mean, but in in 2020, I mean, we went through a year that was probably as difficult as any, you know, in in up to this date for many for most people living now. Uh, I'm sure people who maybe lived 
during some of, you know, the years that this nation was in war, you know, could probably, there are probably years that were much more, that were very difficult. But I mean, for modern younger people, like this is, this has been as, as, as tough as it gets. And, you know, um, and, be, and because of that, like you think, okay, well, how do you go into a new year? And, and I, I was challenged because of a church that I went to in Florida, which I talked about last week, that did a f- that are saying, "Hey, listen, we want to give God our first fruits, and so we're going to sacrifice the first twenty-one days of this year to Him in fasting." And 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 again, it was, "Hey, listen, God, we're going to eliminate distractions, and we're just going to take more time to just focus on You." And the, the question Nelson asked that Nate was talking about is is this question of you know. Okay, like, how do I do that? I've got a pregnant wife, you know, at home. You know, I've got little kids. How am I, How do I fast? Like, what does that look like? And and the reality is, you know, when we think about fasting, I think what we initially think about is is a complete fast. And mm-hmm. this is an option of something you can do, and that's where you don't eat any food, and you don't drink anything except for water. That's essentially what you're doing. Um, and so. Uh, you, that's one option and probably the one that we think about the most. But that is not the only option for this because, again, from a corporate fasting standpoint, that's all of us trying to do this together for 21 days, uh, starting this Sunday, I might add. Well, I guess it would start Monday. So Sunday would be the last day that you could get your, you know, your, your, your favorite meal in. <laughs> <laughs> but from a corporate standpoint, like, the most popular probably way to do that is probably doing some kind of Daniel fast. And essentially what a Daniel fast is, it's you can drink waters and juices, you can drink or you can eat fruits and vegetables, but you eliminate sweets, you eliminate meat, you eliminate, you know, all those things like that. And 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 you do it where there's a clear cut sacrifice in it but it's still healthy and and you know there are definitely people who can't do a complete fast because it may not be you know it may not be okay and you and if you if you have questions about that you need to consult your doctor like it's not something you should just jump into if unless you consult a doctor um there's a partial fast which is you know maybe you cut out a meal or maybe you don't eat breakfast and dinner and you just eat lunch something like that so you know just lunch is the only meal that you would eat each day there's there's something like that and then uh, another option is like a soul fast and essentially that's saying okay I'm not gonna fast from food uh, or nourishment what I'm gonna fast from is TV I'm just gonna shut my TV off for 21 days or I'm gonna I'm gonna turn Facebook off yeah, for social media days. Or, right something know. like that so maybe you pray about that and you say okay God like what are you calling me to not and, and I would say that's the biggest thing whatever you do like you really need to pray about it mm-hmm. you need to you need to seek God in that and you need to determine like the what you decide to do for this 21 day starting um, this coming Monday and going through I think I figured it was going through like the seventh now my birthday's on the third guys. So I told my wife, I was like, listen, babe. Your birthday's on the 3rd? On the 3rd, February 3rd. Our birthdays are the same week. Yeah, but mine's better. You got me there. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you going to be? 21. Who did you vote for? (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) The winner. (laughs) The winner, yeah. I'm going to... Guess how old I'm going to be. Do you know? <laughs> 39. 
You're going 40 this year. I am. Yeah. I was going to say 39. 40. I was trying to be nice. Is that the hill? Is that the crest? Is that the top of the hill? Do I go over We're the hill? We're keeping it light and positive tonight. No, Let's I know. Not I'm just talking saying. About I don't know. The I'm, decline. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> decline already started, dude. <laughs> A long time ago. <laughs> decline started at 25. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Roger that. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it is it is forty over the like is that considered I, like I always thought it was fifty. Okay, I'm, I was hoping that it was fifty. Yeah, we'll stick with fifty. Yeah, okay. it's forty, definitely forty. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you now, Kevin. Uh, okay, good. Now, yeah. I'm so 40. as you were saying, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry, I just tried. I just question? think it's cool we have the Can same. You repeat the question. Same birthday week. <laughs> yes. So uh, so I told my wife, it's like, hey, listen, let's move my birthday weekend to the next week. Now. I have fasted, like full food fast before. And, you know, the what what I realized doing it, this is crazy, man. You, you sit there in your house watching TV and, you know, the commercials come on. You don't, you don't think a lot about it. You're like, oh gosh, just get through the commercials so that I can get on to what's next. When you're fasting, you will be blown away by the amount of food commercials. It's really? it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Pay attention. Like just just pay attention to that. Without even fasting, just pay attention to how many commercials are about food. It is ridiculous. And so I I went through I'm not gonna say how many days, but I went through several days and all I thought about was eating. Okay. <laughs> now again, what the goal in this is okay, as you feel the the pain of whatever you're sacrificing from, instead of turning to that thing, you turn to God. Like that's the idea of fasting. Mm-hmm. Okay, God, I'm getting rid of these other things that I've allowed to become idols in my life, and I'm going to really just put you at the center place. Okay, but I get to the end of this fast, and I'm like, I it's last day, and I just go and I just blah 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 blah, just eat 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 eat. Oh my gosh, don't do that. Like, there awful. is a process <laughs> to get back. You need to go into the fast. And that's why I say, like, if you're listening to this, like, go into the fast, like, start eating a little bit healthier, like, getting some of those things. Cause, you know, like, you don't think about how much caffeine you, you take in or some of these other things that, you know, that you do that may be not real healthy. And, you know, you, you go day one and, like, your body begins. And, and fasting is extremely healthy. I mean, even, they even, like, in books that I've read, like, um, like complete fast, you can do up to 40 days. And that's one that we're familiar with in, in scripture. And um, it is extremely healthy for your body to do that, to go through that, because you go through like a process of like the first three days are pretty miserable. First seven days, it doesn't get a whole lot better. But then after that, you kind of just get in this state of, okay, I'm all right. I, you know, I can go through this. You just got to slow your pace down a little bit, you know? And so you got to, mentally you're so used to eating. So like you like it's to shut that down and that drive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it is it is extremely healthy. You purge a lot of, you know, the junk that that you've accumulated from our diets. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like my lunch consisted of the 2 for 5 at McDonald's. Oh, not the 4 for 4. <laughs> what? The 4 for 4? There's a 4 for 4 at Wendy's. Oh, yeah. What's a four for four? You get four things for four dollars. 
Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, you. <laughs> I did. I did the two for five. Okay. The two Big Macs. Mm. And but I got a Diet Coke, so. Oh, that makes it perfectly alright. That makes it. And you know how much lettuce they put on the Big Mac. (laughs) So, So, dude, I'm I'm the same way. Big Mac a salad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not. There's lots of lettuce on there. Calling it a salad. I I do the same thing. Like I'll I'll eat like total garbage, but I'll drink a water with it, and that that's justifiable to me. See, I don't I don't see what you're saying right there. Makes perfect sense. So I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what what was wrong about your statement. Uh, well, it, it just felt better you saying that, Kevin. <laughs> I'm not alone. So next week we'll have an update on the fast. Yes. Well, yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 And I think all of us are going are are going in. We have like not all of us have decided what we're going right. to do. And I, I would say this. So when you're fasting. You know, one of the things in scripture that it talks about is, you know, you don't that there would be Pharisees that would that would wipe, you know, like wipe dirt on their face, and you know they'd be out in sackcloth and they're fasting and praying, but they're doing it for attention. And so, again, as we as we talk about this each week, I want you to know from my standpoint, it's not from a oh, whoa, look at me type of thing. But it really is like we want this to be informative. And so, you know, we don't want it to be braggadocious. We don't want it to be look at me, look what I'm doing. Like really, like at the end of the day, you know, the reason you fast is not for any other reason than to really just to honor and glorify God. But I think there are a lot of people that are, um, that I think, want to know more about it. And so I think it's good to talk about, and I think it's good to, for us, you know, as we're going through that, to share that experience, because I think it can be healthy for other people that maybe want to do that in the future. And so, yes, we're going to talk about it. Let's make a commitment, you know, as a, as a team, a podcast team here that we're going to do it in a way that is God honoring and God glorifying. And so there may be aspects of it that we don't talk about for that reason, you know, and and we'll discuss that before the podcast, but yeah, yeah, let's definitely do updates as we go through this and and try to share that experience with others. And, you know, I, I have sent messages out to leadership of the church and, and really, at the end of the day, like, I want to do this because I really want to see God move in a powerful way. And I've felt like for a long time that, you know, God was kind of, you know, encouraging me to you know, to lead the church into something like this and timing's everything, you know, and, and I feel like, you know, this is the right time. And I do feel like there is a lot of potential in the horizon of what God wants to do. Uh, and I talked about this Sunday. It is incredible how in scripture God uses the small insignificant nobodies over and over and over, including Hannah. She was a nobody. She couldn't have kids. Cultural, she, culturally, she was a nobody. The only person that loved her was her husband. Like, she was she was a, a low life. but God chose her, and he chooses over and over again those individuals who, you know, in any other setting would be nothing. 
And he and I think that he chooses Leesburg, you know, the community that we serve God. And I think he chooses us, you know, a no name podcast. And I think he chooses so many of us and, and, and he wants to do great things. And I think we just need to partner with him and focus more clearly on him. And I, and, and that's what I want this to be. Um, let's start 2021, you know, honoring him fully. Uh, one last thing I want to read before I'm done. I, one of my elders, Eric McGee, sent me this. He, he, him and his family left church Sunday and, and really began to talk and pray about like what they were going to do. And he texted me this. He says, I'm going to begin each day with eliminating something from my day that will remain off limits until 21 day is complete. Some items will be small things. Some will be larger. It may start with eliminating maybe a social media platform and grow to eliminating all technology. In the beginning stages, I may eliminate a favorite TV channel and then add the complete elimination of TV. It will consist of eliminating certain food items, maybe bread or pop or coffee, and conclude with a three to five day fast from all foods and drinks except water. Um, and then he says, please consult a doctor, which you know, his wife is, is, a, uh, is a doctor, so <laughs> it makes sense coming from him, right? <laughs> Um, this week, I will stin- t- spend time in prayer and developing a list of 21 things to build into the fast. Each day during the fast, I'll add more time in prayer and study, and the final day of fasting will be spent as much as possible praising and worshiping my Lord and my God. And I just thought that was just an incredible way to handle these yeah. 21 days. So whatever you do, you know, we've given you a lot of ideas, whatever you do, the most important thing is just taking time to focus much more clearly on God and, and what he's speaking into your life and, and, and on serving him more faithfully. Yeah, right on. And what an intentional way to do it. I mean, you get right out of church and you get the family together and say, hey, let's sit let's down do and really yeah. think about this. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. that's something uh, something we need to do for sure. So uh, we're going to move on to, uh, to kind of the final segment here tonight. Um, like we mentioned here, we wanted to keep today a little bit more lighthearted than what we have. Uh, and I feel like we've done well so far. We have. Yeah. We have. Yeah. Kind of made fun of each other. It's, it's been nice. It's been nice making fun of you. Uh, <laughs> what a hater. I know. That happens. You know. So. It just went so dark right there. The cloud is hanging over. <laughs> I don't know. I feel pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we the topic that we wanted to kind of bring up today, and, and we talked about this yesterday because we, we knew that we were going to move the podcast up at night. Um, we wanted to keep it lighthearted, so uh, the idea was brought about, you know, just talking about, you know, what are our happy places that we go to? Um and and yes, Happy Gilmore was brought up during this. The the Happy Gilmore Happy Place GIF was shared. Actually, it yes, was. you're welcome. For what that. is it? We, we should maybe unseen. explain some of our some of our. We can listeners. never unsee that. <laughs> some of our listeners would like to know what a GIF is, Nate. A GIF is basically just a moving picture that will repeat. So you think of any iconic moment in, I don't know, a movie or something like that, and it GIF will basically just uh, repeat that moment over Is and over again. Is it an acronym? Uh, 
graphical inter. Uh, Is he making this up? Look no, face, no, he's he's struggling right now. Yeah. I am struggling. Gosh, I should know that. You should. I'll do better next time. But anyway, we we thought about this, and you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with the movie <laughs> Happy Gilmore, uh, it's about a uh, a semi-professional golfer. He was a hockey player before he got into golf, and and uh, he was having trouble putting because. Can we can we be clear here? Graphics are interchange not- format. Thanks for bringing that up, Kevin. You're welcome. Your graphics interchange format. Boom. <laughs> I spelled GIF wrong. G I P H. So anyway, Happy Gilmore. Uh, you know he he's struggling with his putting and and his. Uh, can I can I be clear here? We are not necessarily recommending this movie. No, no. We're just explaining. <laughs> How our you degenerate minds think <laughs> as we process topics for this podcast. And, and just in case you haven't seen this movie, it's about he's trying to fix his putt, and his his coach says, "You know, Happy, you gotta you gotta find your happy place." Uh, so Happy proceeds to think of everything in his life that is good, um, and it gets him in the right mindset. That's to, right. to uh to go on to win and and beat Shooter McGavin. Shooter, beat Shooter. Great movie. Yes, it Great is. Great movie, it, but a little deranged. Again, we're not recommending. <laughs> yeah, not recommending. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what we wanted to kind of talk about today was just, you know, where are, you know, our happy place? Where are those places in our lives where not only they just make us happier, but where do we go to maybe necessarily listen to God or where do we feel closest to God? Um, just some of those those places. So, um, I mean, I'll, I'll go cause this is, well, I, I, we need a little more background. Okay. And this is what I mean. So we were kicking around. What do we do? And, uh, Nate comes in and says, Hey, let's go. Let's talk about going to our happy place. Nate really needs to go to his happy place this week. He's had a rough week. He's had a rough week. Long week. Long week. He's lots, had lots of planning. He's been spending a lot of time with robots. Yep. Yep, got a big robotics competition coming up. Well, big for big for COVID times. Uh, How many gonna, schools are coming? Uh, about twelve. Was it? Did 12 any back this out this year? Not yet. <laughs> we'll see though. Really? Yeah. Is it all from just the region, or uh, we have a team from Toledo? Wow. Yeah, Toledo. Is there a Akron. robotics league? Yes. No. Are you yeah. serious? Do you like... So let me ask you this, because this is what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning... Wait, wait, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm Battlebots battle all the way. Yes, Battlebots! <laughs> that's what I was thinking. We'll, we'll get back to the original topic here. Just a second, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Battlebots! No, it's, it's a great it's, show. It's a little bit less like Battlebots and more just a bunch of nerds sitting around eating Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm into and, Cheetos and too. If, so and if you're a robotics out. person, you understand that. <laughs> so no, it, it's actually really cool. Um, you get a lot of really smart, creative kids that come in and, and spend hours upon hours on their robots with their teams, documenting the processes and uh, you know just this great collaborative process. And it culminates in in these competitions where, uh, I mean, last year we had a over 50 team competition. So. It's kind of cool. So yeah, it's it's stressed me out a little bit this week. So I think that's why maybe my mind was going to that. Um, was just you know where where can I go? 
mentally or even physically to find that, um, that happy place, that calming place. So, um, you know, one, one place, and, and it's kind of hard right now in the winter that I always go to, and I know my family always uses as well, especially my wife, um, is we have Hardens Creek runs right through our property. And, and you, you've seen it before, obviously Nelson's seen it before. Um, but it, it's just such a calming place. Cause there's, there's just little waterfalls. And every time, like, I just feel like I need to get away. Uh, the wife and I will take the kids down there. They'll splash around. And it's, it's so easy to get lost in the fact that when you're down there, you're in God's creation. It's so hard not to think of just all the calming just to have this calming influence come over you, uh, when you're in that atmosphere. Um, so yeah, I, I've kind of needed that this week. It's been a little bit stressful. Um, so I I think that's why my mind kind of reverted to that. That was kind of the first thing on my heart, at least this week. I think creation is such a natural place to go anytime, you know, we're, we're up against something, you know, where we feel overwhelmed or we feel like, you know, it's a lot right now, you know, or just an emptiness or loneliness or, you know, just a depression. That is, that is a very natural place to go. Nature is a very natural place to go. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that. (laughs) 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 Um, But, and, and the beauty of that is it's God's creation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so, it is a centering point as the world builds these large buildings and puts in these roads and, you know, we create order, you know, in, in this, you know, in our, in our, uh, in our world and in the environment that we live, like that doesn't, the sun is always there. The stars are always there. I don't know if you guys have been outside at night here lately, but it has been ridiculously gorgeous. You Some know, pretty mornings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I know even we always take a trip right after um, Christmas and go down to Florida and it was like 70, 80 degrees all week. Again, like just the sun, it was warm. We went to the ocean. I ran every morning like, you know, you know, you just don't, this time of year, you don't feel like getting out and running (laughs) this time of year. You know, you have to really force yourself Mm -hmm. if you're going to go exercise at all. Like, but nature is such a incredible centering point to take us back. But I think the only way that really works to its full is if we remember the creator of that within that, you know, I think that's, that's an important aspect. So tell me, tell me you didn't think David Hasselhoff though, when you were running on the beach, like you were doing your best David. He was running, he was running in slow-mo. What is that? Sure. (laughs) How does that old, how does it go? How does it, what's the, I'm thinking, I think I'm thinking uh, the car, the talking car, that that song. Oh, uh, How does oh, the Baywatch yeah, song yeah, yeah. go? Night Rider. Night yeah, Rider. Night Rider. Yeah. Right. What's the what's the? Uh, uh, come on. What's the Baywatch song? Yeah. I, oh, are we allowed to play that? Like without we, getting in trouble? I think we'll get in trouble. What for are that. the chances? But if we hummed it, it would be fine. Yeah, but then we'd have to play it first. <laughs> Good call. Pause. Pause the podcast. Listen to we'll Baywatch. Be, pause we'll right back. now. No, everyone, pause. <laughs> Okay, and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, Good stuff. I would I would definitely piggyback on like nature and um, you know, hunting 
It's been a, there's been a lot of moments hunting where wait a second. So uh, killing things does it for you? Let me finish that statement. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, there's Kevin going yeah. to a dark place. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish that statement where there's you have this anticipation and this uh, excitement for a hunt and to go see part of God's creation. And I know personally there's been times that I've sat and never seen an animal and had a great hunt. I can, I you know, I can, I yeah. say the same thing. Like, and maybe I'm that. justifying not seeing animals, but um, like, there's just a, there's a special part of people laugh when you say when you hear the woods or as they wake up. It's it's a special moment to be out in nature in the creation of the Creator and and to see his his you know handiwork. I mean, he's an artist and he's an amazing artist, and what he's created can really blow you away if you just sit down and take it in yeah yeah monet ain't got nothing on (laughs) god man and there's been some special moments where i've had um sunrises sunsets are always a special moment for me um and then there's been times where i've been in different parts of the world to see you know it's the same sunset and it's pretty incredible to see how big you know this environment is and how big God is. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think some, sometime Kevin, we need to talk about, I think it was Louis Giglio's. Oh yeah. We need to, Oh man, that should definitely be a topic. Yeah. He, he talks about the universe and the stars and the solar systems and just all, all of those things. And then kind of breaks it down and, and kind of, you know, explains God in those things. And I forget what the name of that is. We actually did a uh, service uh, here at um, the Leesburg Church of Christ, hosted one of the community services. Um, And when we did it, we focused on that. It was his, his message on that. And we kind of took part of his message and, and, and talked about it. it was a really beautiful, we showed, actually we showed a video clip. What's it called? God is indescribable. Yeah. If you, if you have not checked that out, go to YouTube or whatever you use and, and type that in Louis Giglio, go ahead and give them the information on that so that, so they can check it out. Cause it's, it is a really beautiful thing. Yeah, go to YouTube, type in Louis Giglio, Our God is Indescribable. It's about a 40-minute video, but every single second is worth it. Absolutely. Oh, Check absolutely. It out. Yeah. yeah uh, I haven't seen that one, so I'll have to... We Yeah, we need to just have a podcast just talking about how awesome God is yeah. in just only, that video. The only problem would be like we would have to put some major research into it because it is amazing. Yeah how deep he goes scientifically into what he's describing. But the deeper you go, the more it reveals God. It's incredible. It really is. I mean, really science, when you, when you dive to its deepest depths, like it's, it's like childbirth. You know, how do you, how do you take God out of something like that? You know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't do justice to it unless there is a God that is so great, you know, you know, pulling us together in these ways. I, I don't know. That's just my thought. There was also a video, something it, it's basically like the equivalent to Louis Giglio's God is indescribable. There was something about how a guy was talking about the human nervous system and just, you know, our neurological system and how amazing it is. So I'll have to, I'll have to find that one too, but that was a good one. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, like physical, like in terms of physical places, I mean, Kevin, do you have any of those places that you just go to that are just calming, um, and, and just get you closer to God, man? Well, I mean, we live in Leesburg, so like we have a lot of places around us that I go to Nate's house. Um, <laughs> no, you seriously though, like you were talking about that. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's like one of the most beautiful places in Leesburg. Like honestly, like the river going through and everything. It's, it's gorgeous down there. down there is it's beautiful. Yeah, it really yeah. is. No hunting is, is the same. I've spent a few weeks or a few days, you know, here lately um and and i feel very much that way just sitting there and just like wow god like this is so good and this is so good and this is so good farming does that for me too though Mm -hmm. well i've talked about that too i mean i can't even like imagine like some during the harvest or during planting like you spend some hours out there and it's just you and god and a machine yeah and i mean that's there's got to be some special times in that it there really is and and probably that i mean I'm very much like what I get into, like Brian runs the combine and and I have no desire. Like I like hauling grain and doing, doing that stuff. But when it, when it comes to planting, if I could take all the planting and do it all myself, like I would, I just, I enjoy that. I enjoy the science. I enjoy the genetics. I enjoy the, just the like doing it and critiquing it and, and changing it and, you know, and, and manipulating it, I guess, if you want to call it, you know, whatever you want to say, just like working in that. And, but then like understanding the plant and then seeing the plant grow, like in that season, spring, and then into summer, you know, is just, I get so excited in that time of the year just to, you know, just to watch these, this crop go from a seed into a full grown plant is an incredible experience for me. I love that part of farming more than anything. Uh, well, I, not more than anything because I think farming is not, you know, in most cases you're probably not going to get real rich. You have good years and you have bad, but you know, it creates an environment where you can be with your family and you can, you know, kind of the lifestyle is what's beautiful about farming in my opinion. But I love I love the growth cycle of 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 a plant and and being able to really study and understand that more. So yeah, that'd probably be it for me. So yeah, it sounds like our our passions are kind of intertwined with those places that we go. So yeah, that's cool, guys. That's really cool. I, <clears throat> you know, this morning, Nora, my seven year old daughter, was she had a rough morning. <clears throat> um, she uh. She woke up, everything was fine, she was getting ready, but we left, and Paul was kind of bothering her, and this is going to go a little bit heavy, is that alright? Am I allowed to? Yeah, yeah, we like... can do that. It's Nora and Paul, so, <laughs> it's cool. Okay. It's cool. <laughs> so, we we were on our way to school, and Nora was just kind of bummed, and I'm like, babe, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm sitting there, and, and she starts complaining about her brother, and I'm... <laughs> I went to, listen, there are girls who would love to have their little brother or little sister because of this tragedy or that. And it really was, I'm just trying to, you know, to 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 demonstrate to her, hey, listen, like, 
you look at this and you think, wow, this is terrible. I hate this thing. Like, I wish that, you know, he wasn't here because he's bothering me. There are people in this world who would love to be bothered right now, you know, by someone in their life that isn't there anymore. And you need to appreciate that. I mean, that was really the message that I was trying to say, hey, listen, you need to appreciate this person. Um, but the other point that I made, and I think this is what's important about talking about this happy place, because I think this is, as much as it is a happy Gilmore theme, it is absolutely a biblical theme that Happy Gilmore stole from God. Like, I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Because while I don't think that God promises good all the time, like the televangelist who, who says that God wants you to be rich and have this amazing life, like, that's not, that isn't what he promises. Um, What he does promise, though, is that you will have this inner peace and joy in your life that is going to be inexplainable, you know, um, or that's not inexplainable is not the right, unexplainable maybe is a better, maybe actual English word would be good to use here. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it, that's that's the biblical theme is, hey, listen, like you will face trials of many kinds, but, you know, I'm working this out and you can trust me. And that was the message that I had, you know, to to Nora is, hey, listen, like, there are going to be a lot of times in your life where it's going to be easy to get down and have a bad day, but we don't have enough time on this earth to waste those moments for the good that God wants to have and bring in your life. You don't have time. You know, she had some testing and stuff today, and I told her, hey, listen, you go into these testings with that mentality, with that attitude, and you're probably not going to do that good. I mean, that's just, you know, that's how we're mm-hmm. wired, you know? Um, but you don't have to. Like, it's your choice right now to be negative and, and to be bummed out. Like, you know, and it's about perspective and changing that perspective. And, and, I, and that's what I did. I did exactly what we just did right now. I started walking through with her. Look at nature. Look at the trees. You know, look at, look at, you know, the crops that have been harvested. Look at, look at the, you know, the grass and this pond and the sky and the sun and how beautiful it is and and these things. Look at, look at what God has done. And that's one way that you can recenter yourself to, to look at the good things that God is bringing. And then that was the other thing I said, you know, start, start going through in your mind and, and listing all the, all the blessings that God has given you. It's so easy for us to focus on on the bad things that are going on in our life. When the reality is that God has blessed us with so much. Thank you, God, for a family, you know, that I get to come home to tonight. Thank you, God, for a meal, a warm meal that's going to be on my table. Thank you for a roof and blankets and a warm bed. Uh, Thank you, God, for um, the beauty of a hug and a kiss you know, and a and a, I love you when you're going to school. Thank you for the clothes on my back. Thank you that even though we're not, you know, billionaires, God, like that you give us the provision and what we need. Um, and you know, I just walked through her just this morning. It, you know, and I didn't, I didn't do it like this. Like you know, I wasn't on a podcast, so I wasn't performing. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it like you would do it, a dad to a little girl, mm-hmm. and trying to explain those things to her. And I really think. When you talk about you know going to the happy place, like those are the those are the practices that we have to implement in our life 
so that we so that we maintain a healthy perspective and we're able to to see and do the things that God calls us to do um, in each moment of life really it's so easy to waste time it's so easy to get caught up and you know you, you jump on Facebook and you're like well there's the videos let's just see what the, dude you could spend hours watching those stupid videos you know they know how to make them just to keep you sucked in you know but it drains <laughs> yeah. you yeah. It, it creates someone that you don't want to be or or you know whatever that thing is for you you get sucked down those rabbit holes that don't bring health or goodness to your life and and what God is really trying to create in the happy place is a perspective you know to where we understand what is most important and we're going after that and when we do like we're going to be tired at the end of the day but we're going to feel good about how what we accomplished that day yeah. regardless of how it went i heard a i heard an interesting idea about you know like going down the rabbit hole and how to per, like what to do instead of that was with a, i was read, I was reading a book by john eldridge and it's get your life back and um, he recommended that when you get on your phone instead of going into the social media app instead of going into the news app or your email he says just get in your photos and scroll all the way to the back and start scrolling. And I find myself doing that all the time. And you can just That's count good. blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing. And then and just you can just see where God's working in your life and the blessings that He's given to you and your family. And you can't it can't be argued with. Yeah. And I just I it brings me so much joy to to do that. So I know Nate hates Apple, so that means that they're probably never gonna sponsor our show. I'm sorry, Nelson. Not a sponsor yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that the new update, you can create these widgets that you can put on your phone. Probably Android's been doing this forever. I don't know. They, they have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they invented the term widget, probably. <laughs> but what a widget is, is like, it's just, so you got your little apps that are just small, you know, about the size of a, you know, your index finger, the, the fingernail on your index finger. But like they've created this, like where it takes up like a third of your screen or, you know, uh, an eighth of your screen or so. They're just much larger. But like one of the widgets is memories. I have never spent so much time looking at old pictures and just smiling and just my heart being warmed yeah, by it. It's awesome. Then I have because I'm flipping through my phone and then boom, that widget's there and it's got a picture and I'm like, I don't, I remember that and I'll click on it and it's got like seven other pictures that, you know, will be related to it or that I take or took around that time or something like it and I'll just start flipping through it and then, you know, maybe I'll jump onto some other photos but I agree. That's a, that's a fantastic yeah. idea and, you know, unknowingly, I've been doing that yeah. lately and it's, it's yeah. really been cool. Yeah. yeah I, I enjoy it a lot. And it's um, it's a fun habit to get into. Yeah, I need to do that. That's good. Um, just piggybacking off what you guys said, um, just finding finding that happy, you know, kind of mentality mindset. Uh, a few years ago, my wife was still working at the hospital, and one of the jobs that she had there was planning for the health fair, and they used to have it in the Patriot Center. And every year, they'd have a keynote speaker there, and. I forget what year it was or what the lady's name was, but she was a cancer survivor. And one of the one of the one of her favorite things to say every morning, regardless of what morning what the morning brought to her health or how she was feeling or or whatever, she said, "You know, today I'm going to the hospital to get a scan for cancer, but I get to do that." Wow, you know, yeah. and and if. 
if we could transform our minds to find that happy place where we realize that even the crappiest crap of life, we can still get to say we get to do that. Um, you know, and, and thank God every day for that. That'd be, be, be a much better world, man. It'd <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> be a pretty nice yeah, world. Be a solid way to start the day. Yeah. yeah. What's the Natalie Grant song? Um, she talks about bring the rain, bring the rain, but even if you don't, you know, I'll, I will, I'll praise you anyway or something like that, you know, and, and just talks about like these really deep moments where like we hit these places that seem insurmountable or, and I just, you know, that, that one resonates so well to me because like there are so many seasons where we need this rain to come at this specific time, but there's no rain on the forecast for the next 14 days or whatever. And you, and I just, every time I say, you know, Lord, bring the rain, but even if you don't like, I'll trust you in this, you know, and, and that's why I say like there, there are things in this culture that you can maybe find hope in, but they're never going to satisfy. Not really. But like when I know from a business standpoint that I don't, you know, even if my business fails and I'm living in a box on the street, like that this is all going to be flipped upside down one day when, when, when Jesus returns, that brings so much hope. It is so much about our perspective in life um, to how we're going to be able to get through this day or that day and what we're going to do. It's it's so much about that, but the perspective has to be God centered. If it's not, I don't see I don't see how that that story ever ends the way that you want it to. Yeah. Well said, guys. Well said. Um. Any lasting and th- thoughts, impressions, any jokes? What, do you got a robot robotics joke? Um, yeah, <laughs> I had to look it up. You had so. to look it up on a robot. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the internet machine. Uh, here's one. <laughs> Why don't, was, why don't was, give up your day job. <laughs> <laughs> why was the robot angry? I don't know why. Because someone kept pushing his button. <laughs> I'd say that was on a Laffy Taffy wrapper at one point. I'm going to put a special effect on that. <laughs> Please do. I'm going to. Yeah. It's already been And decided. then cut out the part where you say that you're going to put a special effect on it. <laughs> No, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I, I do want to end with just this. You know, we had talked about it a little bit before. There's this really beautiful story in Scripture um, that I really think really just nails down what we've been talking about. But it's Matthew chapter 15, and I'm just going to read the passage, eight verses, starting in verse 21. And Jesus went away from there and withdrew to this district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. That means demon-possessed. But he did not answer her a word. That is, Jesus didn't even respond to her. And his disciples came begging and saying, Send her away. She's crying out for us. And, And essentially what they're saying is, 
this woman is bothering us. She's following us. She won't leave us alone. God, at least respond and tell her to leave because she is driving us insane. And he answered, I was sent. Now, I got to set this up. It's we think about Jesus, oh, he's a great teacher. We think about Jesus, oh, he was such a good guy. He served the people. He loved the people. He wanted the children to come to him. He died for us. He did all these really wonderful things. But I just want you I want you to think about this because this, this almost seems like it radically contradicts who he is in our minds. This is his answer. I was sent only to the lost sheep. That's the house of Israel, he says. But she came and knelt before him saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Essentially, he says, I'm here for the Israelites. You're nothing but a dog, woman. This was her response. Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith! Exclamation point. He is impressed. He is blown away. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Now, I think about that and I think about like the year we've gone through and the year we're going into. And it would be easy to feel like a dog, <laughs> you know. But we have a God. Um, and it looks like in this in this setting that he doesn't love this woman or care about this woman, but Jesus over and over in Scripture shows he came for all. He came for her, you know, and, and this demonstrates that, that, you know, she was willing to stick it out, to commit, to say, Lord, it doesn't look good, <laughs> and if I keep following you and screaming, it doesn't look like you're going to help me, but I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe you have the power to do this, and I'm not going to give up until you give me the answer that I want. And I really believe that needs to be our perspective and our mentality. That needs to be our motivation and our drive is that, God, we look at this around us and we think, ah, I don't know how this is going to end, but I am not giving up on you. And I know that you have the answer and I know that you have the solution. And I'm going to go after you until I get the solution that I want. Uh, God asks us to pursue him like that. And when we do... It may not happen exactly like this. You may not get instant gratification. He doesn't promise that. But we will grow. We will move forward. We will become better people. God will follow through and bless us. Like that is absolute. Uh, That blessing may not come financially. That blessing may not come relationally. That blessing may not come in the way that you have in your mind or you think it should be. But that blessing will come. And it will be better than anything you could ever imagine. I promise you that. Well, guys, a um, couple of reminders. Um, if you have any questions about the 21-day fast, get a hold of Kevin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, seriously, guys, um, we hope that you can join us in doing that. We will have information on our Facebook page. And the website. On Already got website. it up. Already got it up? Already got it up. Dude, you beast. Stop it. He's amazing. <laughs> He's so robotic. <laughs> Another special effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's been good again. Um, we'll be back next week. We need to get a special guest on again here soon. I got one coming. Okay. Like confirmed? Well, he's picking a date that he can come. Okay. We'll withhold the name for now. Right? Sure. Okay. 
<laughs> expect a special guest here soon. A secret special guest. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been real. Kevin, say bye. Bye. Nelson, say bye. See ya. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>